number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Aberdeen are back out on the rain-soaked Hamden pitch. No sign of Rangers yet. The Dons are being made to wait by their opponents from Glasgow. It doesn't look like either side will make changes at the break. There are options there, and here come Rangers. Indeed, James Tavernier leads them out. Barisic, Goldson, Butland, John Lundstrom, they're all there. Dujon, Sterling, Todd Cantwell, Ross McCausland, Abdallah Sima, Cyril Dessers, and finally Leon Balogun. So no changes for Rangers either. Very quickly, Gordon Diel and Kenny Miller. What do we need in this second 45? What do both teams need? Yeah, a bit more. Um, I think that Clement will probably give it 15, 20 minutes. I'm looking at his bench there. Now, I remember here in the semi-final against Hearts, he brought on Scott Wright, and what a difference he made. It was so, so positive. So, it's interesting to see what they do. Absolutely. For both teams, the bench will have a big, big part. I mean, I'm looking at Duke on the Aberdeen side. Could offer a real threat for Aberdeen. Well, it's Dujon Sterling over the ball, final checks, what a big 45 minutes we have ahead in this League Cup final, the second half is underway at Hamden. Clyde One Super Scoreboard, goal flashes, with M&D Green Pharmacy, get your prescription delivered straight to your door free of charge. Yes, no changes in personnel at Hamden. Hopefully there will be a change in the level of quality from that first half. There wasn't too much going on at the goal mouths at, at both ends. Can you see that changing in the second half, You Well, you now have to strip the game of any excuses. Anything at all about Eintracht Frankfurt, Real, Betis, travel, demands on players. You take all of that and put it in the bucket now. We need half a cup final to come alive. Uh, and it's going to take a goal to to make it do so. Uh, so first goal, very interesting. Yeah, 15 minutes each. The managers will have had to put their message across. Will it have been similar messages by both managers? Do you think, Mark? Pretty much so, because it's been a couple of similar performances. Um, but I think Daz, it was it said that Philippe Clement would have been having a go at his his Ranger side. I don't think he hangs about with his criticism or his changes in his 13 previous games. So I think he's gave it time, but I think he would have tried to influence his team by having a go at them because it has been far from good enough. And for Aberdeen, look, Barry Robson, being the underdog, will be happy that it's still nil-nil. But when he looks at his players and what they work on every day, he will know that they can give better than they're shown today. So, look, the second half will be better than the first because it's not hard it's, the first was absolutely dreadful so I do expect it to get better and the guys are right the benches will play a big part um, I wonder how long it'll take to see Duke come on you know he's a player that can light things up I just wonder you know Daz is right about Scott Wright on the bench he's someone that can liven Rangers up as well so might be soon yeah foul by Esther Sockler on Connor Goldson there Esther Sockler already on a booking Connor Goldson going down holding his ankle one of those where he clears the ball Esther Sockler goes in late cleans out Connor Goldson is he lucky there? fortunate well you can tell he's guilty because he goes away holding his own leg and pretending that he's injured Uh, so that's an admission of guilt on the part of the Aberdeen player Uh, it depends what Don Robertson makes of it all now we mentioned it earlier on with shirt pulls in the box those are the, the types of things you just don't give the referee a decision if you're on a yellow card why go steaming into a challenge like that yes he's trying to block the ball but he knows he's going to make contact with Connor Goldson yeah um, especially right at the beginning of the second half as well and Goldson's in his uh, his own corner flag so 
Just allow him to clear well, up Duke <laughs> warming up straight away I wonder if that is the instruction of Barry right. Robson One more from, so- on yeah. one more from Soccer yeah. uh, Of course, even if it's a dubious one And it's 55 Don Robertson is going to look at it unfavourably But you just see Soccer when he goes in for it I th- Actually, I think the thing that saves Soccer As he studs up, no they're not Goldson actually kicks into him um, So I think actually Don Robertson's Haven't seen it again Calls that right Well Conor Goldson is up And moving again Making his point to Don Robertson That he wasn't happy with the challenge But I think either way Duke will continue to warm up And he'll feel he should have a part to play in this I think game you've got to look at what Sokler's done When Aberdeen have the ball And have we actually seen him touch no, it many no. times so his only contribution has been to get booked for dissent and to give Don Robertson a decision to make there, which Don, in my opinion, rightly lets go. But one more, and he's he's treading a, a, a thin line. So if I was Barry, I'd be thinking about Duke. Well, he's a, such a talent anyway. Uh, you'd like to see what he can do to break the monotony here at the moment. They're boring each other into extra time. <laughs> Boring each other into submission. Yeah, uh, this will be better, Hugh. I've every confidence this will be better. This yeah. this forty-five. Yeah, I mean it's not been a classic display by any individual player. The w- the one person you'd point to in the fact that they've not looked out of place in a position that they don't normally play is is Dujon Sterling. He's he's handled the occasion fine as John Lundstrom takes aim, but his aim is off. Well, it was a hard one there for Lundstrom to take. He's probably about, what, 25 yards out. It's coming across him. He tries to whip it and reverse it into Keller Roos's far post, but uh, as much as this game has went, that one's way off um, target. But Sterling's looked fine. He's he's not had much involvement in terms of in possession. He's not really done anything sparkling, but uh, look, it, it's been an area of pitch It's just been missed out from both sides I think uh, the, the gesture's been made there By Philippe Clement uh, Basically suggesting That he needs more energy He needs to see more energy from his team Intensity, pace, call it what you will But what he's seeing at the moment Doesn't please him The cap is off yeah. as well Does he mean business? Well, maybe it stopped raining Um but here well, they there's come a nice now. bit of play Cantwell with a flick round the corner towards Abdallah Sima and then heavy once touch. again a really heavy touch and Aberdeen Johnny Hayes able to get the first touch on it cleared out for a throw in to Rangers well, surprisingly heavy touch here from Sima because he was in a good position I just wonder why Johnny Hayes was all the way over this side of the pitch that's spot on Johnny Hayes playing left wing back today not seen him once really wide uh and an attacking threat and this is just the pattern of the game more players down than passes complete I think in this this game yeah I think what told the story was the, the TV broadcasters had a, a sort of compilation package at half time just entitled Tasty Tackles because there really wasn't a whole lot else going on at all no yeah, you, you very rarely see that Andrew Tasty Tackles is one of your highlight packs so it goes to show you what we're dealing with here but now Jamie McGrath Oh he's been shown a yellow card A late one on Barisic I think that's right But he's hurt himself into the bargain The Rangers now have an opportunity to put this in Yeah good area to deliver On the left side of the box Will it be James Tavernier with the in swinger Or potentially Borna Barisic with the out swinger Both I, standing I would over always, always favour an in swinger here But Rangers Usually go with Barisic's left foot from this side Tavernier from the other uh, An out swinger But 
Does the in-swinger just give you that advantage That sometimes it can just bounce through And, and miss everyone Or miss if there's just a nick off a of nick. anyone It's going in that direction oh, an own goal just off a defender's head That's Tavernier Tavernier to take it Bounces up and Very away poor, at the edge of the box Very poor delivery Yeah another poor delivery Not just by James Tavernier But in this game in general But Low Rangers do have a chance there. here Borna Barisic cuts it back into the middle of the box But Aberdeen outnumbering Rangers by quite a few players in there. Well, Barisic, I think he's got more time there. They work it well. Lundstrom just puts him inside the Aberdeen penalty area. I think he could just probably take a wee bit more time and put it across the face. He tries to pick someone out about the penalty spot where all the Aberdeen bodies are. Yeah, I think that was it was a tough one for him to to maybe pick a, a blue shirt out because Aberdeen hadn't really cleared out of their own box they had what was that four against the well it was oh. five in the end against the two Rangers players I think that's a good point Andrew He'd seen it back again he didn't have much to aim for if he did put it across the box but yeah Aberdeen certainly compact in that area but Shinny just getting caught out there switching off getting attracted to the ball dropping Barisic and it's the best opening we've seen without it being a, a clear cut chance but it's just stop-start stuff, fouls, clumsy tackles, heavy touches. It might even need a change of personnel, a Scott Wright or a Duke, to come on and bring a fresh mind into this game. I know people will talk about Scott Wright as well because of that relationship he's got with Hamden, those two goals that he's had in separate games against Hearts, but he has been out injured for quite a while, Scott Wright. He's not featured, so it will be a big ask for him to come off the bench and be the man to make the difference yeah it will be but I don't think he could be any Aberdeen with a cross this time towards the front post a huge opportunity Esther Sockler got towards the ball I'm just not sure he got a touch on it no he didn't Uh, but it's a a sign of life in the game in general and from Aberdeen in particular yeah flashed across the face of Jack Butland's goal no telling touch real good ball though yeah yeah all it needed was the slightest of touches and it would have been almost impossible for Butland to, to make a stop because it was so close to him. But really the first opportunity we've seen from Aberdeen, Aberdeen working it into a wide area, getting to the byline, fantastic ball across. And it has livened up a bit. You know, Rangers one end, getting Barisic into a dangerous position, Aberdeen at the other. It was one of those that almost went in slow motion as it bounced across the face of Rangers' goal, but... No takers. I think the players on both sides have thought, do it another half hour in this weather. Let's get a goal here. They're even bored. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you look at what other options both teams have on the bench. Sam Lammers, who's faced heavy criticism for Rangers this season. Rabi Matondo, who has had flashes. Maybe the big one, though, is Kemar Roof, who spoke after the game on a Thursday night. He has scored important goals for Rangers big goals for Rangers is struggles to put together a run of appearances at the moment but Rangers will know that if they can get him on the park and get him an opportunity yeah. he's, he's got a very good chance of scoring well it's a Predators goal that he gets against Real Betis on uh, Thursday uh, so that's a handy card to have up your sleeve uh, but you know we're 55 minutes in and the, the players on the park at the moment surely have one of them surely is a goal in them 
Yeah, Duke from an Aberdeen perspective on the bench. Also, Dante Polvara, who's had a couple of goals yeah. this season from midfield positions breaking through the lines. No doubt. There's quality on each bench that can come on and change this game. Um, Barisic, another poor cross just into Keller hands. Just seen that Aberdeen chance back uh, again there. You know, yeah. Devlin for once keeps his width in that five, and he, no other thought than to get it across the face. Couldn't do any better. I just don't know why soccer doesn't attempt to get contact. He actually pulls his, himself yeah, out of the way. Now, I don't know if he thought he got a shout from behind him, but he has to get something on that to divert it goalwards. Because he makes the, the right run to the front post and he's towards the ball, but you'd expect that a striker in that position would just do anything to try and get a touch towards goal on it as Nicky Devlin puts in another cross to the back post. It is headed, but Rangers are able to clear through Ross McCausland. Well, Rangers at the moment are playing second fiddle to Aberdeen, uh, who are having their best spell in the match, and here they come again. Yeah, John Lundstrom just guilty this time of taking too many touches and getting caught in possession. Yeah, a decent little spell this for Aberdeen. At least put a few crosses into the Rangers box and made them defend something. It was Johnny, Johnny Hayes getting in at the back post above McCausland there, but poor header, team header. Yeah, I mean, it was blocked by James Tavernier, but it looked as if it maybe would have bounced two or three times before yeah. it made it through to Jack Butland if it yeah. was going to. I think an unlikely scorer at the back post with a header. Johnny Hayes. <laughs> Not many people would have that in their betting slip today. A chance for Aberdeen here, a long way out, but... Poor yeah, deep free kick. It doesn't even make it into the box. Rangers able to get it away. And Cyril Dessers is into the Aberdeen half, but just holds the ball up he knows he doesn't have the pace to get away from the Aberdeen defence Todd Cantwell nicks in and wins it deep into the Aberdeen half on the right side of the box tries to go by his man Aberdeen clear well Cantwell does well there to actually get in touch with Dessers and get up the pitch and force a mistake out of Devlin but once again he tries maybe to be a wee bit too smart and clever and try and nutmeg Devlin loses it so it's all been a bit like that uh, going forward for both sides it must be oh, was a chance here it's through for Ross McCausland who slides in that's a good save by Kel Roos and that is probably the biggest save of the game so far yeah without doubt much better from Rangers and it's McCausland driving in he just ups the tempo good little ball from Dessers nice little 1-2 by the way Devlin does brilliantly yeah, to get really across their last ditch tackle to keep Aberdeen level in this cup final yeah the feeling they're just cranking up now Mark cranking up yeah. to that first goal yeah, both sides showing a bit more than they were in the first half from the resulting corner. It's a Leon Balligan header that goes wide. But Ross McCausland starting the move, the flick round the corner from Cyril Dessers. A good first touch as well from McCausland to get it into his path. But Nicky Devlin with a really good block initially. The ball is still going towards goal. Yeah. And Kelrus has to get down low to his left to put it out for a corner. But it's the first little injection of pace we've even seen from any wide man in this game. And it, it's taking... The youngster, um, what, 58 minutes to spark something. But it's, it's brilliant play. When he comes inside, exactly where you want your front man to be, flicked around the corner, and you want your, your wide guy to fall on. It's a good first touch, like you says, Andrew, but Devlin does brilliant because he recognises the danger as a right wing back, tucking in there and getting that touch, at which allows Ruse to make the save. So, good opportunity. I told you it'd be much better Hugh in this yeah. 45 and it has already been I hang on your every word thank you um, Sockler poor pass there I just wonder if on the the hour the big hook comes out for 
Esther Sokla and into the Duke. Well, Barry Robson in discussions there about what Aberdeen's next moves are going to be. But I think the halftime team talks from both sides have worked to an extent. There has been a higher tempo to the game yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I say, it's almost as if the players are thinking, no, 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 no extra time. Let's get a move on here. But you know what? It sometimes doesn't even take the managers, the players, the captains, the more experienced ones would have certainly had a word in both dressing rooms saying we're much better than this lads you know we know that we've got quality and this is both dressing rooms that can hurt the opposition so let's up the standard let's you know start stringing a few passes together and taking a few more risks in possession and I think they have done in the opening 15 minutes and we've seen a few chances that probably both sides could have done better in the penalty areas I think Rangers poorest performance under Philippe Clement was uh, Aris Limassol at Ibrooks, but this is beginning to rival it you know, that there's an hour gone and it's as poor as Rangers have been since the Belgian got hold of them. Yeah, I mean, it's not as if week on week Rangers have been blowing teams away left, right and centre. There have been a, a few performances that have been tight, maybe haven't been classic victories, oh, but here we go well, there's a chance Cyril Dessers doing well to win the ball out on the left. Can he get the ball in? Oh. Cuts in again, Cyril Dessers. Oh, and that one safe. is saved by Kel Roos, who looked, well, it looked as if it was... A certain chance, big chance for Cyril Dessers. Have you run at a better score? Yeah, exactly, Almost. Yeah. The chop exactly inside the was same. very similar. What a save it is from Roos. I don't know what Rubicic is thinking, but he just gets out muscled in a wide area. Dessers does well to create the opportunity and a good save. Yeah, Seema with a bit of trickery there. Great the ball. ball to the back post and it's had to be put out for a corner. Rangers looking lively in the last minute or so. Yeah, they certainly are. They've certainly up to tempo. Started with McCausland, now it's Dessers, then it's Seema. But Rubizic getting it all wrong here. Just Dessert. brushed off way yeah. too easily, Rubizic. Yeah, he does well there just to sell Gartner in the dummy. Oh. Ruse does well to keep big, just comes mm-hmm. off his chest. Dessers saw the headlines. Yeah, there. chopped the other way this time, Cyril Dessers, didn't he? Yeah. The ball comes in from James Tavernier once again. You wonder whether it's a wind affected delivery, just drifts its way away from Aberdeen's six yard box. But at least we've got a cup final now. Yeah, there's a cross from Todd Cantwell. It was behind Cyril Dessers, who I'm not quite sure what he would have been able to do from that position. Got a touch, but cool Kilroos able to gather. Cool play from Jensen there. Just at his six-yard box, just heads it back to his goalkeeper. That's a good save from Roos. It comes off his shoulder, I think, his left shoulder, but remains big, makes it hard for Dessers to pick his spot. It'll be another promising sign for... Rangers fans when it comes to Cyril Dessers because they'll have seen him in those positions a lot yeah. throughout his Rangers short Rangers career so far where he hasn't really been able to produce anything no he doesn't score but the fact that he creates something for yeah. himself as well like he did as Rangers have a chance here Todd Cantwell fouled at the edge of the box and they're going to get a free kick in a dangerous position well, it's a Tavernier time isn't yeah, it? Yeah yeah a man that usually steps up it's another yellow card so Don Robertson Reluctant in the first period, but he's dishing them out now. Well, I mean, it's in great position. Yeah, Leighton Clarkson yeah. sliding in. Yeah, it's the right decision because Cantwell in a promising position, just ready to break into the box. Clarkson has to impede him there. But this is an opportunity. Now, the set pieces have been poor from both sides and include Tavernier in that. It's slightly right of centre. I think Rangers got a free kick from almost this identical position midweek and it was Borna Barisic who oh, took it. I'll be 
shocked. Yeah, if Barisic takes it, yeah. Barisic yeah, takes it. I think he hit the wall from yeah. memory. But you would expect that James Tavernier would pull rank here. Well, big games need big players, and there's been none bigger than James Tavernier over the years for Rangers. When they need a goal, he's a man. The right back usually steps up. This is his best opportunity this afternoon. I mean, this would be difficult for any other player, but for him, he makes it look simple sometimes. Yeah, what's that, about 25 yards out from yeah. the Aberdeen goal? There's plenty of Aberdeen players in the wall, the old draft excluder there as well. James Tavernier steps up, curls Ooh, one, Kel Roos having to make the save. Yep. Well, as a good save because it's low. We were chatting about Joe Hart yesterday. You know, the free kick, it went in low, down his left. Well, Kel Roos gets across, down his left, pushes it wide. This has been the best spell of pressure from either yeah. side throughout the game so far. You can see as well the Rangers fans are getting a bit more excited and well, now the, you'd expect they'll be making a bit more noise, which could help yeah. as well. I mean, the cup final couldn't get any worse. Uh, and in the second half, and that's a good save. We're seeing it back again. It's a good save. And it's Tavernier at his meticulous best there. Uh, but Kel Roos does well. The, the game as Aberdeen make that change well a couple of changes first of all it is going to be Esther Sockler who comes off and no surprise Duke. that Duke is the man that comes on he will partner Bojan Miovsky up top there's also going to be a second substitution as well James McGarry just waiting to make his way onto the pitch waiting to see who it is that is going to make way for them and it John is going to be Hayes. Johnny Hayes that comes off I think right changes if you look at the overall game the 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 time we've played you know Johnny Hayes never really contributed anything maybe you could say he's kept McCausland quiet-ish for 65 minutes um, Soccer hasn't really contributed in any way so I don't think you're going to get any worse out of the two that came on but a real opportunity for Duke who is a fan's favourite to grab the headlines once again yeah, McGarry as well hasn't played a lot of football of late. Did start that game against Eintracht Frankfurt midweek, but apart from that has suffered a bit of an injury this season. So a big game for him to come into as well. well it's a big game for all of them. You're just looking for the man who's going to write the headline tomorrow morning. Uh, it could be me or McGarry, Duke. Uh, Philippe Clamont has yet to show his hand. Aberdeen have a wild attempt at goal there. Even I could have done better than McGrath there. Yeah, came down on a right foot volley and he just booted it into the sky and out for a yeah, Rangers goal well, kick. If that had went in at that end, it would have been better than Zidane's goal in the <laughs> European Cup final because I don't know what McGrath's thinking there. It's coming from such a distance that he's just off balance. But I think that's that's been the theme, it, it, particularly for the Aberdeen players. Lack of composure and then lack of quality. Whoa. That's got to be a boot. Todd Cantwell fouled again at the edge of the Aberdeen box and Rangers will get another free kick this one right of centre again but further over to the corner of the box and that was McGarry's first involvement in the game is to slide in and foul Todd Cantwell yeah so poorly timed there from McGarry Cantwell just too quick from gets away from Shinny good drive and run um, so another opportunity wonder if this time it'll be Barisic who whips this in towards the back post struggled to get into the game in the first half Todd Cantwell trying yeah. to impose himself a bit more now but yeah without doubt and you know even if you're winning fouls in good positions like that you know you're making a hefty contribution discussions but. going on between Borna Barisic and James Tavernier as to how they deal with this one as I say it is further out 
on that right side almost in line have a go with here. the edge of the box Borna yeah. Barisic goes for it and Kel Roos it looked as if it was maybe going to be a comfortable save but he ended up diving and putting it out for a corner I thought from the look at it was going wide mm. and Keller Roos has saved that out I suppose you can never be too post. sure can you sometimes well, you should be if you're a goalkeeper you should know your angles um, usually they mark the middle of the pitch don't they to, to get their bearings I thought that was going wide there and he's tipped it round for a corner but another chance for Rangers yeah Tavernier's corner is better mm. this time there's a flick on at the front post but no takers Rangers looking to get this back in Connor Goldson with the cross this time it's Todd Cantwell picks up at the edge of the box still crowded in there he's came to life Cantwell got to say gets oh. the cross in this oh, time a big a chance. chance and it was Leon Balligan that was in there left footed running onto it not the man you'd really want in that position running onto it but striking that one over the bar oh look at the space he's got he's picked out he's right in the penalty spot anyone else I think in that Rangers side you would have had he just tries to guide it with his left foot but gets it all wrong what an opportunity but the instigator is now Cantwell he if Rangers are to get a goal he's going to be heavily involved in it you feel because he's certainly come to life you'd think he would have the bit between his teeth as well just given what's happened since Philip Clement came in hooked before half time has been you know played in different positions yeah. as well well as I say from my point of view the journalistic point of view you're always looking for the guy who's going to provide you with the big story of the cup final and if it were Cantwell who scored the, the only goal of the cup you'd, everyone would go back to the, the, the substitution against Aris Limassol and the Ferrari that followed that the debate that was on Super Scoreboard every night thereafter uh, but Cantwell for me is looking the likeliest player to either create or take the goal third change for Aberdeen Dante Polvara comes on for Jamie McGrath so that shot he had where he skied it almost into the Hamden stand is his final action of the game Dante Polvara comes on yeah once again I don't think Aberdeen will miss McGrath I mean a, a player of real quality no doubt about that but not today he's been way off it today in possession out of possession he's been ineffective as well not really pressed much at all so no, Barry's obviously recognised that and he's he's made the move on the 70 minute mark come on just still persevering maybe he sees something he knows that he doesn't need to go to the bench I mean it has been a better performance on the whole from Rangers than it was in the first half maybe he's hoping they can do something create a bit more as they have done in the last few minutes doesn't want to disrupt it as Pulvara plays it to the edge of the box a strike from Leighton Clarkson didn't have enough power on it eventually blocked I think you can just see though when Duke gets the ball there is panic he creates panic he's a player that I wouldn't like to play against because he's so unpredictable mm. and once he gets in that penalty area you don't want to dangle a leg I think Barisic did well there but that's the positivity he brings to Aberdeen quite an unorthodox throw yeah. that from Jack Butland right wasn't it he went for, the, went for the throw in technique yeah there towards Ross McCausland but just skidded off the surface and out of play but you know we've got 20 minutes of regulation time left and who knows what happens thereafter uh, the match has now become engrossing in the first half it was an irritation in the second half it's become engrossing and uh, fair play to both sides you wouldn't know for sure who was going to open the scoring 
Yeah, just based on the balance of play, Rangers looking the more likely at the moment, but Aberdeen trying to step up their game as well. They've made the changes. Well, Aberdeen going through a wee couple of minutes here in possession, round about the Rangers box, but again, it's the lack of quality, the lack of being able to find the spare man that's, that's proved Aberdeen's Achilles heel. You know, the, the, the players today have got possession of the ball and looked one way and if that passing lane shut off they forget that they can actually look somewhere else to pass it and they panic and they give it back so another attack just comes to an end gives Rangers possession now Rangers starting to build Is Philippe Clement wholly off from making substitutions because he has the suspicion that we're going for an extra half hour here? Well it might be it's a risky uh, risky strategy You would think he would make the changes now to try and avoid the extra 30 minutes yeah the old inscrutable Belgian yeah or he, he thinks he's enough on the pitch yeah to, to get in top of Aberdeen and they, have, they, they do look like the team more likely to break the deadlock I mean you just look at the bigger context of it for when Philip Clement Rangers have yeah Lundstrom winning the ball back from Duke you just, it, there looks to have been a bit of a momentum shift over the past week or so just with Rangers edging closer to Celtic in the league table getting to the last 16 of the Europa League today would add to that massively if they were able to win this game but the opposite effect would be also as big you would think yeah I said at the very start of the programme consider the last four days that Rangers have had uh, a tremendous win against Real Betis the last 16 of the Europa League Celtic yesterday, uh, another horrendous day for them, which means that if Rangers win their two games in hand, they are top of the league and they have yet to play Celtic. Uh, So it's been a massive few days and if they win a cup... James Tavernier lines one up from around 25 yards out, way over the bar. They won't win a cup with a shot like that. But if they are to win a cup, then it becomes... As Scott Wright comes in and the headline writers get twitchy over the laptops now. Yeah, the uh, Hamden specialist, Scott Wright. But to add a cup at the end of the win over Betis, on top of the Celtic defeat yesterday, to add a cup, <laughs> it's the best four days of Philippe Clement's time as manager. Scott Wright's last Rangers appearance was at Hamden against Hearts. Yeah, I mean, he certainly made a difference that day, didn't he? He just opened things up. He was positive. He drove at the Hearts defence. Um, so maybe surprised that Clement's left it this long because McCausland just had that one flash. So the young man probably will be disappointed that he didn't get more service, didn't get the ball more to his feet. Such an, over Scott Wright. Such an odd season Scott Wright has had because mm-hmm. it looked as if he was out Off. the door, did an interview at the airport as he yeah. was leaving to go over to Turkey to hold discussions about moving over there, decided it wasn't the right move for him. And now, a few months later, he's being tasked with coming on and making yeah. a difference for Rangers in a cup final. I mean, is he a bit part player or does Philippe Clement have a greater belief in him than that? Uh, as Rangers come forward in a serious way. Yeah, Leon Balligan skipping forward. Scott Wright goes for the shot from distance, bounces up off an Aberdeen player. Scott Wright was claiming for a handball it looked as if Gartman's arm was down and in a pretty natural position. We yeah. will see it again. Don Robertson will just hold up the taking of the throw-in just in case, letting VAR take a look at it. It actually comes off the shoulder, I think, of, oh, like of Gartman, shoulder. doesn't it? 
Yeah, it looks like the shoulder. Don Robertson just signalling as well in real time that came off the shoulder. There of him. Does he move his arm towards the ball? It's the fact that it deflects very quickly up in front of him, doesn't it? But mm. if it's above the t-shirt line, then it can't be given. It looks as if that one... Or it's certainly well above. Yeah, play yeah, on, yeah. says Don Robertson, as we expected. Rangers with the throw-in. Borna Barsic to take Got to say, on the left. We does in this one. The referees has been good today. No, he gets that one's born. Oh, chance, chance for James Tavernier. Ball drops down and there's a goal at Hamden. Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. And no surprise, it's that man again, James Tavernier, coming up trumps. A crucial goal puts Rangers ahead at the National Stadium. Big moment. Possibly the biggest moment of all, but I'm going to resist the temptation to say that could be the only goal of the game because, you remember... Ange Postacoglu's first League Cup win against Hibs <laughs> Hibs scored and I said That could be the only goal of the game And by the time I had finished saying those few words Kyogo would equalise at the other end So uh, what I will say is Aberdeen are now under tremendous strain And it's a captain's goal And it gives Rangers a heck of a chance of trophies it's a tried and tested formula for Rangers isn't it it's Borna Barisic on the left does well to skip past Dante Povara to the byline gets the deep cross in and how well does James Tavernier do not only to take it down with a lot of bodies in front of him but to get the shot away on target does Kel Roos need to do better there it's, it's oh, no doubt listen let's give credit to the goal scorer first and foremost he's in the position a right back as one of your furthest forward players I think Dessers by the way Does well to wrap up Jensen and McGarry At the back post Which creates the space For Tavernier And he gets it On target Into the ground However There is no doubt Roos has to save it The ball obviously Coming off that slick surface Picks up speed But I think it's still In a position Where the Aberdeen goalkeeper Has to do better But I says moments ago James Tavernier always the man when Rangers need a goal he comes up with the goods and he's done it once again well, on the biggest stage the funny thing about Tavernier the man who was called a serial loser you know the Rangers don't win enough with him as captain and the serial loser may have come up with the cup final winner and people talk about his record from the penalty spot how many goals he gets from penalties but you take those aside the number of goals he's scored from open play, big goals in big games, did it during their Europa League run, yeah. has done it here at Hamden in the Cup Final. It may be a winning goal, it may not be a winning goal, but certainly at the moment, it's a big goal. It has the look of a match where one goal might be enough. Uh, yeah, I think you're right in this one. I don't think you, you've anything to fear. <laughs> um, again, looking at Aberdeen, you would like to know uh, Barry Robson's tactics because they're at, they went 1-0 behind the ball drops to Carson at the edge of the box and without looking forward he plays it back to his centre half who lumps the ball forward into the goalkeeper Butland's hand and you think that must be the game plan but why is that the game plan? I understand they got their goal against Rangers at Pataudry that way but there's an element of kind of luck that came about with that goal you can't just rely on long balls to Miofsky and Duke and hope just to get a flick on somewhere yeah, well, a big test for Barry Robson now. He's made three changes. He's got a couple left. Be interesting to see what he does now. Also interesting to see what Philip Clement does. Does he decide to try and build on that lead? Well, that is the 
what will be the final substitution for Barry Robson because it's the third substitution window if you like it's the fourth substitution he's made Shaden Morris coming on and it was, it was Richard Jensen yeah, was that right that came off, off yeah. so it is an attacking change for Aberdeen yeah. as you'd expect at this point in the game you were asking about Philippe Clement and his mindset now you will have attended many Philippe Clement press conferences since he got here from Belgium he's a very pragmatic man when he won the semi-final the first thing he said was that's all we've done we won a semi-final and he wouldn't talk about the final because there were games in the league to be played in between time I think his mindset now is we haven't won the final we are going to have to go on and make sure that we do win the final and that there will be no attempt to stonewall anybody I think Rangers will go for the second and decisive goal I also have a feeling and this is just looking ahead if Rangers do win this that he won't get too high if Rangers win this he'll probably come out and say that there's plenty more for them to do and achieve I wonder if he might just crack a smile though <laughs> uh, because you know the, the, you can't be a killjoy he's the manager of the club done very well hasn't lost a game but you surely have to let yourself go if you've won the first trophy of the season on top of the Real Betis result oh absolutely I just think it's also maybe a product of the timing of the League Cup final these days when it is in the midst of this yeah. busy Christmas period Rangers play again on Wednesday well, they then play again Saturday yeah. Wednesday then there's an old firm game he is going to make a change here Todd Cantwell who has impressed in the second half of this game he's going to make way and Sam Lammers is going to come on for the final 10 minutes of this game or so and Kamar Roof well, coming on as well you would expect Cyril Dessers will make way for him the pragmatic Phil is getting Roof on the park because he knows a second goal wins the cup uh, so he's not I think he also does a lot of defending from the front Roof yeah. doesn't he in terms of chasing down and, and running and not giving the Aberdeen defenders much time on the ball yeah and that's going to be needed um, because Aberdeen are going to you know, they probably just stick to their tactic, but you need to put pressure on that backline to stop them lumping balls into your box. So, two positive changes, I think, there for Clement. And by the way, I'd, I would see Rangers grabbing a second quicker than I would Aberdeen getting back into this. And I think to go back to the point about the pragmatic fill, um, if a manager doesn't really celebrate the cup final win, then you begin to think, look, are you doing this for effect? Oh, are yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying you won't celebrate it. I just think. He's not the type of manager that would get carried away A chance for Aberdeen But it's into the arms of Jack Butland Duke was claiming that he was held back there As he went to motion for the ball But wasn't protesting too much Which sometimes tells the story Well you'd claim for anything and everything In Aberdeen's position right now Yeah he's got his back to goal Turns James Tavernier But he's thrown himself to the floor there Duke Yeah needs to be better Needs to be stronger you know, I just seen Shinny a moment ago try to get John Ludstrom sent off. I don't think there was much in that, and Shinny. Well, this time Duke go. goes to ground, and once again he gets nothing for it. That time he's incensed that the decision from John uh, Don Robertson, sorry, just took the touch past Dujon Sterling, who does have a hold oh, of his nah. shirt. But is there enough in there for a free kick, would you say so? Well, without doubt. Yeah, Duke's went, shirt, yeah. Duke's went past him. Yeah. Sterling's pulled him back. It's amazing how Don Robertson's not gave that one. But uh, listen, I'm going to stick up for him. I think that's his only poor one of the afternoon. 
You can see with a player's reaction. You seen Duke when he went down the box moments ago. He knew he wasn't getting that. He knew he was trying to, you know, fool the referee into that. But that one there, you can see when players are absolutely yeah. incensed mm -hmm. when the shirt's pulled. I think in Don Robertson's defence, I think he was on the wrong side of Dujon Sterling there. So you would wonder how clear the shirt pull was. But certainly it was clear to us. Yeah, I think he's got to obviously understand why would Duke go down in that situation when he's he's got the better mm -hmm. and he's going into the box or going to make way into the box. John Lundstrom carrying the ball forward for Rangers. Maybe not quite at the tempo that they were a few minutes ago. Funnily enough, you know, I'm just looking at Seema there, you know, having tipped him to be the man, he's a very quiet David or... I think Lundstrom's been the one that's probably stood out. I, I mean, he's been un involved in a few hefty tackles. He's been booked, and I thought that's a, you know, a tough one for him. Um, but he's been quietly effective. Just kept things ticking over and kept that middle of the pitch pretty safe alongside Sterling. Well, we're now into that stage. Five minutes to go of regulation time. Strong minds, keen concentration. Every player on the park knows that they're almost there. And they have to act accordingly. Bojan Miowski, I feel like I've barely said Bojan Miowski's name as James Tavernier makes a vital interception. The only thing he can do is put it out for an Aberdeen corner. Well, Miowski, you're right. We've not mentioned him at all. But we only mention him there because that's Aberdeen's tactic. Play it long, hope to get a flick on and hope Miowski runs off the back. Now he gets a bit fortuitous there where the ball breaks to him. But it's, it's just never happened for the other 85 minutes of the game. Lathan Clarkson good with ball. the delivery it is a good ball it's bouncing around the Rangers box Dante Polvara puts it back into a dangerous area and eventually it's Connor Goldson who puts his foot through it I think Rangers defend that really well there's a lot of bodies in that box here it's a great ball just into the back of the six yard box Rangers just have enough players just to manage to get it away Aberdeen putting on a wee bit of pressure like you'd expect in yeah, the closing well, moments will be a warning sign for Rangers because Jack Butland has made some big saves this season but hasn't had to today so far but with the ball bouncing around the box there it might just give Aberdeen a bit of hope that if they can get it into that Rangers box something might fall their way well, well as I say you're into that stage of the game where you've just got to go for it now Rangers and Aberdeen uh, Aberdeen it's time for caution to go to the winds uh, because right now you're the runners up in the cup final you might as well get up there where Rangers live and see what you can do. I think this performance from Aberdeen, let's nick something here. See the pace. Yeah, Shaden Morris showing his oh, pace, but Abdallah Seema also Seema. showing his. Not only wins the challenge, but also wins the free kick as well. And at that point in the game, 86 minutes in, to have your winger tracking back, you can see <laughs> you as see well Barisic. he sprawls out on the surface. You can see Barisic, an absolute dream <laughs> if you've got your winger you know, cover you like that and manage to dig out a hole because Morris just breezed past Barisic but Seema does so well not only win the ball stop the cross win the ball but then buy his team a full great defending from the wide man there and it will buy Rangers a bit of time you'd think they'll take their time over this free kick down in their own corner I was going to say there Hugh just with this performance from Aberdeen it's the type of performance that does put Barry Robson yeah under yeah. pressure again uh, because th this run has been a very good thing for Barry Robson because it's maybe shifted the focus slightly from their league form although fans you know will still be unhappy with what they've seen 
in the league but once the, the League Cup run is over all and Europe is now over as well all you're yeah. left with is looking at the, the league, league table, table. yeah precisely uh, and you know the joint second bottom I mean it's ludicrous uh, and there's no forgiveness you know the fact that he got to a cup final will be forgotten about on the bus back to Aberdeen uh, and then scrutinise every league performance I'm not comparing Inverness Cali Thistle with Aberdeen or the Premiership in general but Inverness Cali Thistle got to the cup final Billy Dodds the manager a few weeks later start of the following season they binned them because the, the cup results uh, the league results were not all that they might have been so you know it's gone in a flash you, you got to the final you didn't win it yeah well Rangers just deciding to take that free kick that they had in a position where they could have launched it into the box but deciding just to take it short with two minutes left of the 90 you wouldn't expect anything else at this point they do win themselves a corner Riff does well there doesn't, doesn't touch the ball but Shinny Shinny obviously doesn't see him coming it comes off his knee and goes out for a corner kick so exactly where Rangers want the ball you know on the corner flag I can't see them being in any rush to put this in wonder if they'll hold it in there yeah well Dujon Sterling has gone short Rangers do take it short yeah it's the right right tactic I mean Keep it no, up there. yeah no point in putting yourself at risk um I say not that they'd be under much risk with what Aberdeen's presented in the rest of the game but game management's key and occasions like this Philip Clement will know he's almost there not a sparkling vintage performance in fact quite a poor performance but like his other 13 games gets the job done keeps the door closed at the back not many chances conceded uh, and he's got his right back to thank him yet again yeah, Rangers fans have been happy with what they've seen of Philip Clement, yeah. how he's handled himself in the media, the victories they've had, especially the big one midweek. How much does this elevate him further in the early stages of his Rangers career? It, it, if Rangers do get this over the line, of course. It begins to put him on an iconic footing. You know, 14 games in, a trophy winner. The Rangers supporters yesterday having listened to this programme uh, and heard about Celtic and what they were not doing against Harps, they must be extremely excited by the prospect of going to Celtic Park on the 30th of December for Phil Clement's uh, first Old Firm game. So he is huge. Six minutes added on. He's becoming a huge figure in a very short space of time. Uh, the last 16 of a European trophy, not to be sniffed at, a cup that you haven't won for 12 years in the cabinet and the prospect of going top of the league because Celtic have taken to dropping points all over the shop. It's been quite the four days for Philippe Clement. Yeah, the knock-on effect can be massive as well. Rangers playing on Wednesday night, the only fixture of the midweek card is Rangers against St Johnson, that game in hand. This can just give them a further lift going into that game. That's not what cup finals are about. It's not about giving yourself a lift for the next game. It's about winning the trophy and getting that silverware. But focus yeah. always shifts to the next game. 
to the league which is the, the bread and butter without doubt it's a nice time to do it Andrew just before Christmas just at the halfway point of the season and like you says just as Celtic have started to drop points so everything falling into place nicely at Rangers for Clermont and January transfer window just round the corner as well you just wonder what he thinks about that how many has to add or how many can he add and does that make Rangers an even better side if yeah. the Celtic supporters are extremely wary of Philippe Clement then they're kidding themselves on work still to be done though there is what's that three four and a half minutes to go there was just a, a moment or so ago a vital challenge in the middle of the park there by Dujon Sterling who's done that quietly a few times as Duke works his way into the box and wins the free kick in a very good area for Aberdeen well it's pretty much identical to the one that Don Robertson doesn't give probably about 15 minutes ago it's Scott Wright just done here with Duke's pace he should have got a foot in there but Scott Wright knows he's just about to go into the box pulls him back and you know what right decision from Scott Wright he gets the tackle all wrong but if he allows Duke to go in that box there all sorts of opportunities open up for the Aberdeen front man this could possibly be the best chance that Aberdeen will have between now and the end of the game. Mm. They've simply got to make the oh, most the of goal it. Is up. Roos, oh, the goalie's up. Oh, Kel is up already. There's three and a half minutes like a goalie to go. Like the ball comes up. in, oh. punched away by Jack Butland. Kel Roos then the bundles into Jack Butland and will now have to run 100 yards in the other direction as right. Rangers get a free kick. That sums up Aberdeen's day. Huge is built up. This could be the biggest chance Aberdeen has created. They send the goalkeeper up. Who actually looking at it, you know, he does go in to Butland, but ball's away. Oh. You know, his his momentum's in time and I think Butland does well there to clear that ball. Anyway, a free kick given and the chance is gone. Oh, Barry's shouting his last come ons to his team. <laughs> Three minutes. I mean, yeah. I mean, is it th- three and a half minutes is still quite a long yeah. time yeah. to go before sending your goalkeeper up, isn't it? You don't quite see it as early as that, but Aberdeen know just how important it is that they create that final chance if they can. Jack Butland having to come out of his box to send the ball out for a throw. But that there, what we've seen from Aberdeen just there, back to the goalkeeper, up and flicked on from Duke for Miofsky to run down the side. That's been the whole game plan for Aberdeen And it's, it's quite something that they've not managed to achieve That an awful lot Because it's it's not really a complicated tactic to get right, is it? Um, and that's the first time we've really seen it Yeah, I was just saying Before there was a, a chance there about Dujon Sterling Sort of going about his business quietly yeah. in, in midfield Having a few vital tackles in that area He has been given the television broadcaster's man of the match for this game the thing is I don't think there really has been a standout performer for either team but there's maybe a bit of context in there just given the fact that he doesn't play regularly he's not a central midfielder has not really played there before either but has come into this game and at the moment has played a part in what would be a cup winning performance again I go back to the subject of managerial judgement Philippe Clement Short on resources, Ryan Jack and Cifuentes out, uh, and he's come up with Sterling, and right now it looks like the correct decision. Yeah, well, Aberdeen, now it's just a case of them trying to launch oh, this ball yeah. 
towards the Rangers box it's Gartman's chance this time the header is one it's taken down at the edge of the box there is a chance for a strike and Leon Balligan Crawling. manages to block it and it goes out for an Aberdeen get a goal corner back up. <laughs> yeah. come on Roos oh he will up be you get. Yep. yeah uh, Barry t- telling him to get up I mean now it really doesn't matter if if Rangers win 2-0 you've got to send the goalie up in the hope he's up yeah, he's up he yeah less than a minute to go of the six added a minimum of course oh. the ball comes in oh. it's a oh, poor delivery but it's bouncing oh. around in there oh, and it there? looks as if oh. it will be potentially a a free kick given Jack Butland does have the, the ball in his oh, arms there's a bit of pushing yeah. and shoving oh, going dear. on it's getting a bit feisty in there well at you the can moment. just see that building up when there's that many bodies on the line um, and Duke's trying to get up people are grabbing people's shirts they're in the net now maybe a bit of added frustration as well Aberdeen players just realising that that's possibly yeah. their chance to win this competition gone Slobodan Rubicic no stranger to Ooh, a feisty it? affair he's really trying to have a go yeah. at Leon Balligan I get towards him he's being held back by Kel Roos yeah, yeah all turning a bit ugly here for Aberdeen and you know what they could have taken should have taken their frustrations out within the game rather than the last minute of a, a nothing situation and you know what the, the ironic thing was it was a poor ball from the corner kick but just caught everybody by surprise across the six yard box wonder if Duke could have done better he was backing away I wonder if he could have just got more on it we'll see it again here yeah the, the ball comes in that James Tavernier doesn't get a clear foot on it and it bounces into the six yard box it's a bit of a mess in there but Jack Butland does manage to spring and protect the ball after that there's quite a lot of pushing and shoving inside the Rangers goal players falling into the net as well I'm not quite sure who instigates it Duke is on the ground it's Miofsky pushes Balligan yeah Miofsky pushing Balligan into the net I think Rangers players weren't happy that Duke had put in a challenge on Jack Butland when he was on the floor and it all got a bit messy after a dull from afternoon there, you need a bit of cabaret don't you Mark well, I mean, that's probably the most entertaining thing that's <laughs> happened um, I think there maybe James... was a, a couple of bookings in there Don Robertson has just is just delaying play at the moment because VAR will have to check well they are checking for possible violent conduct now I think the whistle had already gone so I'm not sure but it just depends exactly who this is where the communication comes in that it's hard to tell exactly who would be the guilty party in all this we are seeing it again there's a few shoves in the, the back it doesn't look as if there's any hands in the face is there from any players mm, no just go on with it Don just say look we're, we've all yeah. had enough of this let's, yeah. let's go by the way the, first, the second 45 has no doubt been better than the, the first 45 um, I always find the, the man of the match one an interesting one Sterling getting it you're saying about context but it's one guy it's, well, there was it's a booking for this. Bojan Miofsky and all that and it looks as if the VAR check is over Don Robertson hasn't been called over to the screen Ryan Duncan has already been or has been booked as well sorry it looks as if Leon Balligan also in the book so Don Robertson did have a bit of admin to do there as Jack Butland sends it long there probably will be a wee bit of time added on here it's of course a minimum of six minutes did, did added did Rubicic get away with I being booked? Rubicic, think he got take everybody there, on he, there yeah, he's, he, he hasn't been booked already in this game, but don't think he was booked in that incident. Borna Barisic was. Mm. We are now approaching the 99th minute 
of this match Rangers have a throw in in a pretty safe position well if you've waited 12 years to win this cup another couple of minutes won't make any difference yeah hectic end to the game it has stretched out longer than we thought it would Rangers do have a 1-0 lead and you would expect that Don Robertson will be close to blowing his whistle James Tavernier with the only goal of the game Dujon Sterling winning the ball in midfield sliced away by James Tavernier out for a Rangers throw and Don Robertson brings an end to the game at Hamden Gordon Diel Gordon Duncan and Kenny Miller are there full time and Rangers are the League Cup winners it's finished Rangers 1 Aberdeen 0 a first trophy as Rangers manager for Philippe Clement a first piece of League Cup success since 2011 not much in the game the Aberdeen players are dead on their feet as the Rangers players go and take the acclaim of the fans here inside Hamden and who else other than the captain who scores time and time again it's James Tavernier's 14th goal of the season that wins this game and wins the League Cup for Rangers Kenny Miller yeah it's an incredible uh, achievement for, for Rangers winning the Cup listen it wasn't pretty at times uh, I think the second half was definitely better than the first I think that goes without saying but it was uh, again that man who's turned up time and time again in the big moments when it dropped to him I must say I don't think Kel Roos covers the ceiling glory with the with the finish but they end up in the back of the net Rangers win 1-0 and it's the, it's the main man as always the talisman that delivers on the big moments I've so got to say congratulations it. sorry Ken I've got to say I said before the game kicked off that I thought the key areas would be down the flanks Barisic on the left hand side does absolutely brilliant brilliant he puts the ball to the back post you're right maybe the, if you're looking at it from an Aberdeen point of view goalkeeper could do better but Tavernier who's come in for a bit of criticism throughout his Rangers career once again what a servant this guy's been what a goal scorer he's been and he gets the cup for Rangers the captain I thought the second half was a bit better I thought Rangers did deserve to win it and uh, they'll celebrate uh, celebrating tonight yeah, the cup final day, Kenny. The whole point is it's all about the result. It really is all about the result. We sometimes say that, but it's never true of the non-cup final day. It wasn't vintage from either team. It wasn't vintage from Rangers, but they are about to lift that trophy once again. And that's exactly it. I mean, there's been enough, a lot of these occasions, and even watching them on in the cup final, sometimes they're not pretty, but it's about getting the job done. It's about, at the end of the day, getting your hands on that trophy. And I think it's really, really important for this group, for... Philippe Clont is a manager to get that first one uh, in the bag as, as, a, as a coach at Rangers now in, in the first two months of his reign so you can see what it means to the fans you can see the players now they'll enjoy the celebrations they'll not care about how they've played the fans certainly won't care about uh, the performance all they'll care about is that trophy is going back to the, uh, the trophy room in Ibrox yes is this the start of something special under Philippe Clement or is it a false dawn only time will tell but one thing is for sure this evening Rangers are league Cup winners for season 23-24 and you can have your say right now with Kenny Miller, Gordon Diel, Mark Wilson and Hugh Evans as well Rangers fans sum up that achievement how pleasing was that for you what did you make of the game itself and the big talking points let's go through it all on 0141 951 1025 After the action it's your reaction 0141 Scenes of celebration in one half of Hamden, scenes of disappointment in the other. The Aberdeen players stand hands on knees, hands on hips, hands 
on heads waiting to go and collect their runners-up medals but the Rangers scene is very different up the other end the Rangers players over there enjoying this moment with the fans they've been starved of success really in recent seasons of course it's the other half of Glasgow that's won most of these competitions in recent seasons so understandable that Rangers are enjoying their moment here it's a first one under Philippe Clement it is the first League Cup success since 2011 so you can sense that relief, that joy, that euphoria coming from the Rangers fans. Don't tell Hugh Keevans, because I remember this upsetting him on Scottish Cup final day. It looks like they will go and get the trophy on the pitch rather than up the famous old stairs at Hamden. Hugh, this must be a change that we're going to have to get used to. Well, it's school sports day for me, uh, and that not worthy of a major final in our country. But I'm looking at Phil Clement, uh, who's dancing... Gordon with the Rangers players there so the mask did drop he got himself his first trophy as Rangers manager and he, I was going to use the expression let his hair down but it's not quite applicable to Philip Clark or Alex Ray or certain other members of his background <laughs> team as well so we'll probably leave the hair jokes there but Graham Shinney is about to lead the Aberdeen players to get their runners up medals and just a quick reminder I know it sounds a bit different but the open line is here let's hear from you 0141 Rangers fans what did you make of that how good does it feel to win this League Cup what did you make of the game itself how significant could this be for Philippe Clement give us a call Kenny Miller I don't suppose any cup final defeat is good but if you're an Aberdeen player how annoying must that feeling this evening be not saying that they should have won it but they must know there wasn't much in the game does that in some ways sting even more I think they'll be really disappointed I, I will, if I was in that Aberdeen uh, dressing room or part of that group you would kind of have the feeling it's maybe an opportunity missed because Rangers weren't at the best today I mean they, they dug in like you say there wasn't a lot in the game uh, but in the moments that they had they just never took them they never made the most of them and even at the end like I mean, they went out with a little bit of whimper they never asked too many questions of Jack Butland over the course of the game definitely not in that last 10 minutes when you would be thinking they were throwing everything in it to try and get back in it this is a one-off game a cup final and they just kind of went out a little bit of a whimper so I do have the sense that they will feel it's an opportunity missed they never gave it probably put their best foot forward but like you say cup finals are tight affairs and it's up to it's up to you when you get your moment to take it and James Tavern was the man today that stepped up and grabbed it it's a group of Rangers players, Gordon Biel, who've had a lot of criticism and lots of it deserved as well. They saw performances so poor that the manager was sacked just a couple of months ago. Do you almost sense that relief and joy from them watching the celebrations yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and let's be honest, they deserve it. As Kenny rightly said, it wasn't a classic, but it's all about winning the Cup. It's all about picking that trophy up. I think Rangers done enough to do that. I didn't think Aberdeen were particularly that good today uh, I thought it was a good opportunity for them Barry threw substitutions at it just didn't work but these Rangers players they come in for a lot of criticism with Michael Beale they've had to handle that especially captain James Tavernier we were getting phone calls about he was never a captain he was never a leader well he showed that today he stood up to it and he's got the cup for Rangers and he's about to complete the set domestically as a Rangers captain as well he does of course have Scottish Cup and Scottish Premiership winners medals in his house somewhere I don't know where he keeps them but he's about to add a League Cup winners medal to that as well and hold this trophy high for the Rangers fans to enjoy in the not too distant future Mark Wilson you've been on both sides of this it's always about the contrast and emotions at this point isn't it? Oh without doubt I've, I've collected a, a couple of losers medals and you have to stand there and watch the winners go up and it's incredibly difficult to take and particularly if you've been 
like Aberdeen were today, um, you know, particularly poor. But for Rangers players, you know, a long time since they've won this trophy, a lot of new players in this squad to go alongside the new manager, the new coaching team, and have not had to wait long until they get their hands on their first piece of silverware. Uh, they've done it in their first attempt, and Philippe come on, and this Rangers side will take great confidence, and it sets them up for such an important period in the coming weeks where they've got a couple of games before they play Celtic uh, on the 30th. What better way to prepare for that than lifting the League Cup here at Hamden today? Yeah, just some final words for his captain from Philippe Clement. He spotted something as well. That something is Barry Robson. He obviously hasn't managed to shake his hand, Philippe Clement. So he's made a beeline over to the Aberdeen technical area. It's a lengthy handshake for Barry Robson. And the full trophy presentation is waiting on Philippe Clement returning to his spot. SPFL staff directing him back onto this makeshift stage. He ushers James Tavernier forward as well. The winner's medal goes round the neck of the Rangers skipper, SPFL chief executive Neil Doncaster, doing the duties. And Philippe Clement follows. This is the bit the Rangers fans have been waiting for, hoping for, they've not seen this trophy lifted by a Rangers captain in quite some time, and here he goes James Tavernier, two hands on it gives the suspense, the build up holds it down low, and then eventually up into the sky here at Hamden, much to the delight of these Rangers fans, the pyrotechnics go off the Rangers fans and players celebrate and by contrast, the Aberdeen players trudge off the Hamden pitch, heads bowed. They know this was a big opportunity. They too were longing for this piece of silverware, having not won it since 2014. But it wasn't enough for them. A final kick of a rogue water bottle from Bojan Miofsky, maybe summing up how the Aberdeen players feel. But my goodness, these Rangers fans are going to enjoy this moment. Kenny Miller, you've won many trophies as a Rangers player what will those players be feeling like down there at the moment firstly a bit of relief that the job's been done <coughs> excuse me they've got their hands on the trophy and I think they've got to have the sense that this could be the start of a special season you know it's a big period coming up uh, going into the old firm at the end of the year and then they've got the break but it's, a, it's the first trophy in the cabinet you know you set out to win every single competition you enter when you represent Rangers and Celtic for that matter but the they've got the first one in they've got a big opportunity at the end of this month if they continue this kind of winning consistency under Philippe Clement to go to Celtic Park and that could be a, a, an opportunity for Rangers to potentially go go top of the league you know for the first time and again at the start of the season looked very very unlikely that these types of moments uh, would be a, a available to this Rangers team but they've got the first one in they have to take great belief from Thursday from today and moving into the end of the end of this uh, kind of run before the well, break well I will say Kenny is I think Rangers in a very good place and the reason being you know you look at a team today they weren't at the top of their form Gordon they were certainly not at their uh, top of their game. Great momentum, yet, haven't they? Yeah, they yeah. They've got the, I think he's, I think he's installed this win, winning mentality into them. And there was, all, for me, there was going to be one opportunity in the game. I always thought it was going to be Rangers, as I say. Barisic down left hand side. And that man, the captain, stepped up and obviously won the cup for Rangers. But even when they're not at the top of the game, he's installed something into these players. Sounds like a good team, that. It's a yes. team that's actually a winning team. Maybe has that little bit between the teeth at the moment. And in, in a roundabout way, if we get a bit deeper, that might be a, a great combination for Philippe Clement Kenny, where I'm pretty sure he knows he needs to improve this team. Yep. I'm pretty sure he knows he needs to get his own players in and make them better. <laughs> 
yet he's about to hold that trophy up here at hand in, in well, the meantime well you know what I was just thinking towards the end of the game you would much rather play not so good and lift it than play really really well and, and lose it you know so there's one thing over the course of Elite Comanche kind of short reign as the Rangers manager the results have been there that winning consistency has been there and they've done it in different ways they've done it with 3-0s and 4-0s a couple of times but they've also done it going right to the death when they've not played well and stole results today they got their moment and the captain turned up yet again and he holds the trophy up once again he's taken over for a look at the other side of Hamden lots of Rangers fans in here of course they all want a piece of the action a piece of the euphoria and that's what the Rangers players are giving over on the far side here at Hamden Gordon Biel, you could do a full other show on Rangers' difficulties since they last won this League Cup, but the problem for the many Rangers teams and many Rangers managers is the expectation never really goes away. So there's been a lot of domestic failure in there, and that's why moments like this are probably being enjoyed as much as they are right now. Yeah, let's be honest, Kenny and I have both played for a club. The pressure that's on you to win trophies and be successful is unbelievable. It doesn't matter if you look back to 2011, the last time they, they lifted it. They came here favourites. They came here under this new manager that a lot of people believe that this will not be the first trophy, it'll be probably a lot of uh, many trophies. So they did have to handle that pressure today. As I said, Gordon, the sign of a good team and team knitting together is they didn't play particularly well. It wasn't vintage performance, but you get over that line. Kenny's right, you'll forget about the performance. It's all about winning silverware, and he's off to a terrific start. Yeah, Mark Wilson, it's if you pitch this against expectations, maybe... 12 weeks ago, that makes the success even sweeter, doesn't it? Rangers were in disarray. We know the way it works in Glasgow. It's very easy to be labelled in a crisis. It can come around very quickly, but if you have to bin a manager that early into the season, you are, by Glasgow definition, in crisis. And then a couple of months later, trophy up into the Hamden sky. Yeah, without doubt. Quite ironic that was that day at Ibrox against Aberdeen, where Aberdeen won that the Rangers fans saw no hope ahead anytime soon, that is and it's changed pretty quickly we discussed in the couple of weeks after that how Rangers had to take their time and get a manager who had a background of winning who knew how to win and in a quick space of time and they'd done their homework and there was a few candidates that got down to the final two but they've picked wisely with Clement who had, does have a background of winning trophies and knows how to build teams and it's shown that in these 14 games that he's had over three different competitions the League Cup the League and in Europe progressing nicely the Rangers fans like what they're seeing and he's not had an awful lot of time to work with these players they must be thinking the Rangers fans how good can Philippe Comont get this team when he gets a few signings in in January and longer to work with them and Hugh Keevans he's getting a rapturous applause as you see the mask has slipped a little bit he's missed their composure up until this point but he's given it big licks I think, the Rangers fans. Yeah, I think you had to do that, Gordon, because it, it begins to look as if you're being grumpy for effect. He's let it, his emotions show, and I think people may have to get used to these celebrations because I think this man is a serious manager. He, in four days, has gone last 16 of Europe, won a trophy, and now has the whip hand in the, the Premiership title race. This guy... I think is going to torment Celtic. And yet, Kenny Miller, you've outlined the level of expectancy at this club. That that's kind of 
the way it has to be. Philippe Clement will enjoy his night, and then it becomes about trying to do it again. Dare I remind everyone, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst won a Scottish Cup. <laughs> Rangers fans and Celtic fans, for that matter, since we're talking Glasgow, it's the next one, it's the next one, it's the next one. And it's important that they, that they have that mindset. You know, I think too much, a couple of seasons ago, three seasons ago now when Rangers won the league, it was, there was a, it seems like there was a real foot off the gas of the achievement uh, it was stopping Celtic getting 10 in a row the league title had been kind of won for the first time in a long time as well and it was like there's a foot off the gas it's really important that the team, the group, the manager that they, that they drive that kind of mindset that yes this is great and you'll enjoy tonight well, there's a big game in three days at Ibrox on, on Wednesday night you need to win that it could be three points towards a, a league title this manager I don't think will allow that type of mindset that kind of complacency to creep in he seems driven he's said all the right things you can see him he's loving this time today and you know I think that's really important as well I think the fans can it can endear you to the fans they can see the celebrations you right sometimes you can just maybe be too serious and too stern and, and maybe grumpy for the sake of being grumpy but you know what he's enjoying this today and you know what he'll enjoy his night but he'll be back to work tomorrow morning and the same will go for the players Gordon because there is that core there where you've got to praise James Tavernier on days like this and Conor Goldson and Borna Barisic and John Lundstrom up to a point and guys that have been there for a long time they tasted Premiership success and couldn't build on it they tasted Scottish Cup success and couldn't build on it this is the time to try and do it once again and show the lessons have been learned. I think the important thing you say there is about building on this success. Now, it's only a few weeks until that transfer, Marco, the window opens, Gordon. This manager's not brought a player in yet. That's going to be the exciting time for Rangers. If he's, if he's as good with an eye for a player he is, his tactics, and getting the best out of this team just now, then I think it's good times for Rangers ahead because he's come in, he's hit the ground running, he's made such an impression. You're right, he's out there enjoying it with his staff, but he'll be back to work tomorrow. Come on then, Rangers fans, what did you make of that? How good does it feel to be League Cup winners again after a long wait? Pick up that phone and let us know how much credit does Philippe Clement deserve. He's a bit of a whipping boy on the show, but the captain, 14 goals for the season, a winner in a cup final. What have you got to say about his contribution? And Aberdeen fans, if there are any out there, where did it go wrong today? 01419511025. Give us a call right now and we'll speak to you next. The games are over. The talking begins. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. The dust is slowly, very slowly beginning to settle here at Hamden. A couple of Rangers fans have been bold enough to leave and head home but most are still out there enjoying the rain, enjoying the scenes of celebration as the players all take their turn at getting their hands on that League Cup trophy. Don't forget the open line is here. It is a bit different on Cup final day. I know there's a lot going on, but let it be known the offer is there. We like to hear from you on these big occasions on 0141 951 Rangers fans, how good does it feel? How do you sum up this achievement what did you make of the game specifically how confident are you this is the start of something special under the new manager and everything else that goes into a day like this it's 01419511025 why not give us a call right now Hugh Evans and Mark Wilson are in the studio Gordon Biel and Kenny Miller are here with me Gordon Duncan at the National Stadium and just looking around Kenny and thinking some of the the players here there's so many stories starting to develop within that that team you know the guys that have been there over the course and distance 
and then the, the new ones that are emerging maybe like Ross McCausland there are new signings tasting silverware for the first time but let's start with the captain he said it completes the set for him Scottish Cup in the bag Scottish Premiership he would have wanted more he's been slaughtered for not having more and that's fine that's, that is valid but, you know the set's complete now and trust it to be him from right back who pops up with his 14th of the season yeah and listen again it's no surprise when, when, when those moments pop up that, he, that he's there on the end of it and you're right he's taken a lot of criticism for me I think unfairly at times it just seems like he is an easy target it's the same old things that get thrown at him every time as well but every single time he pops up two years ago he's the leading scorer in the Europa League from fullback. like I think of the players that are in that the teams that are in it He's, he's won the league he's won the Scottish Cup again he pops up in the semi-final with a big double to get Rangers through to the final and in the moment where it was listen it wasn't a great game let's be honest but it's went full back to full back left back across to the back post who's the one that's in there getting on the end and got the composure and the technique to get that volley down into the ground and into the roof in it it's the man who's done it so many times I think what's that 113 114 goals that he's got countless assists he just comes up in the big moment you know so listen he'll enjoy tonight as the set complete but he'll have his eyes on like you say he'll be having his eyes on going again and making sure this season could be a really memorable one I don't think you can throw the accusation now that he's not a captain he's not a leader stood up today this game needed a goal it was going to be that kind of situation where one goal was going to win it Gordon it was written all over it wasn't a classic that man Tavernier again I always you know it baffled me the criticism he came in for defending yes everybody can look at that but what he gives you going forward the goals the returns the assists he's been absolutely brilliant for Rangers a terrific signing and he deserves a big day today we are definitely in danger of becoming numb to the the goal statistics Mark Wilson and I always put this to you because you played the position so you can sympathise with it <laughs> slightly different with the challenge of it though and again and because like, I know it's Glasgow and the way it works we spend so much of our time arguing about how many are penalties and whether they should be penalties but the, the numbers are there the, the, even if and you don't have to because you still need to score them but if it makes you happy take the penalty total out he's still scored a scandalous amount for a right back oh without doubt so you need to dissect it in a few different ways the penalties is one thing but you still have to have the temperament and the technique to step up there and take the penalties but then when you look at the goals away from that set pieces free kicks um, you know he's, he's a brilliant set piece taker and he almost opens the scoring uh, this evening with a one just in the second half as well but then when you take from open play first of all you, you've got to look at the positions he gets himself in and the fitness levels that's required to consistently get yourself in at the back post when your left back or left winger's got the ball you don't see many full backs doing it and it's for that reason they don't do it because they've just not got the engine to get there but I think the most impressive thing is the composure when he gets in those situations he takes the chances like a creative midfielder or a striker or an outside right when he gets in those situations. You only have to look at the one today, the winner today, where it's an incredibly difficult one to take, but he makes sure he gets it on target and makes the goalkeeper work and he puts the ball in the back of the net. So it's not all just about penalties. Positioning, engine, technique, calmness when he gets there, that's all what amounts to the goals tally that he's got for Rangers quite extraordinary for a right back yeah I mean Gordon Deal, if you want to take just this competition mm. and just the big moments in it the latter stages 
the semi-final it was nil-nil at half time it was nil-nil after 50 minutes it actually wasn't a vintage day that day either and he scored a double so he gets a double in the semi-final yeah. and then one, and then the winner the only goal in the final I'm glad to tell you a, a centre forward would be delighted uh, his goal scoring record and he's always a danger um, as I say the label of his defending at the beginning was thrown at him but in the modern day game for a full back to get up down the pitch and Mark highlighted every every strength he's got there and he's got terrific quality even in delivery, delivery sorry and you know you talk about his penalty kicks but you've still got to stand up there be calm and uh, composed and stick them away but he's been absolutely you cannot deny he's been Brilliant for Rangers. 01419511025. That is the number you need. It's the number that Ross in Cumbernauld has dialed. Well, he's from Cumbernauld, but you must be somewhere near Hamden, Ross, if you were at the game. Uh, final, just heading back home now. Thank you very much for taking the phone call. A pleasure, Ross. How good does that feel? It's, it, words don't even describe it, if I'm brutally honest. I think the turnaround from 12 weeks ago um, for Philippe, Philippe Clement, sorry, to come in and turn these players around, I think that. You know, John Lundstrom and Dujon Sterling, I think that they were absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I think my heart loved every one of them. Um, but I think, I think Kenny Miller touched on it earlier on. Yes, James Tavernier has had his had his critics in the past, but listen, he, he is your captain, he's my captain, and I think he's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I'm glad that Ross introduced the other name, because the one I was going to bring up next is the kind of opposite of James Tavernier. You know, if we're talking about being here a while, uh, you know, a regular part of the team what about Dujon Sterling Gordon and Kenny he has just been signed he is a right back or a centre back this was his third start for the club in midfield and he's man of the match in a winning cup final I thought he handled the situation brilliantly I really did um, I watched him he got about the pitch uh, the position where he was taking up was very good because you're not a right back he likes to play right back but he was asked to go and do a job today um, in an unnatural position and I've got to say if I was picking a man in match it would have certainly been him Yes and I think he, I, we touched on at the top of the show that what he's definitely got the physical attributes to play in there uh, that allows the likes of Cantwell and Seema and McCausland and Dessers to kind of go and, and even Tavernier and Barisic for that matter to go in because when they're out of position more often than not he was the one that was getting out in the wider areas uh, to cover you know he's got the legs to do it the physicality I must say I thought Leon Balligan was excellent today as well I mean that would be the guys I would have picked out uh, Sterling, Lundstrom and, and Balligan I thought they were even in that first half, Balligan kind of had a lot of things away. But going back to Sterling, he came on on Thursday night, was excellent in the position. There was a lot of chat, is, is this a weekend of signing what could be to come on Sunday in the cup final? And it was, and he was absolutely outstanding. Fully deserves his winner's medal. He's played a big, big part in the team today. So, yep, congratulations to them all. Ross, what is the bit that gives you the most joy? Is it the length of time it's been since you won this trophy? Is it the turnaround under... Philippe Clement, is it the fact you didn't see this coming even a couple of months ago? I think it's all three if, if, if we have to really sum up at this point in time. Yeah, I mean, I think the length of time is taking us to win this, to win this tournament. You know, I mean, we've had some pretty poor performances on it recently. Um, but I think that the, the job that Philippe Clement's done since he's came in is it's, it, that, that can't be overestimated at any point. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, the confidence that he's got these guys playing with and you know I, I, I like to think of myself as quite an honest person I, did I have the league written off not necessarily but it was it was not far away from being there um, but listen this, 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 this is massive and this certainly this certainly takes us right back into the, into the hunt for that title now and I think we'll push on and give it a right good shot Yeah is, is that 
why a, a cup win like this can be so important, Ross, because ultimately it's a trophy in the cabinet. That's what you're trying to achieve today. But is there also, you know, hope that it's a, a kind of knock-on effect, especially now that we have this final so early in the season? You don't need me to remind you we've seen Celtic win this and then it, it kind of kicks them on, you know, to, to go on and add to that. Yeah, no, 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 hundred percent. I think I think the adverse effect that this this can have is is absolutely monumental. So, no, I really hope the guys can kick on and and, and get their hands on more silverware this year. Yeah, that's that is that's true, isn't it? You know, Ross is well aware of this goes differently today. Everything the Rangers fans believed in and Philippe Clement is questioned again. That's why it was vital to get this well, over. Uh, let's not get carried away here. It's been an absolutely brilliant start, right? You couldn't fault him. I think there's a lot of work still to be done. Uh, he's put himself in a p- fantastic position in Europe. He's put himself in a fantastic position because of the form of Celtic lately. You know, and there's a lot of important games coming up. I can't wait to the January window opens to see the quality of player or what sort of player he's going to bring. Is he going to change his style? Is he going to change his system? But he's got a great tune out of a lot of players that come under a lot of pressure. And today, even putting Sterling in there in the middle of the park, man of the match, he just, he has this, I think who touches on it, he has this manager's touch about him. You can tell he's been a manager, even the way he handles himself in the dugout compared to, and I'm not being critical of maybe Michael Beale, who is just, you know, just in a job as a manager, always worked under uh, being a coach, but he has a stature that I think players respond mm. to, Gordon. Uh, Ross, in terms of the game itself, was there ever a... Ever a fear and nervousness that it wasn't going to go your way? It clearly wasn't, a, you know, vintage afternoon. But you know, were you always confident it would get over the line? No, it wasn't. I wasn't always pleasing on the eye. But listen, I'm, I'm always, always confident in the team, and I think that you know, that, yes, it was a couple of moments of unnerviness. But no, I think I think across the whole base, I think we deserve to win today. So, yeah, where 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 were you sitting, Ross? We we're sitting in the main stand. Yeah, probably. If you just look up, did you see Gordon Dale's trainers? <laughs> no, I missed him, unfortunately. They were lighting up this side of the pitch. One of the floodlights yeah. went out, but he managed to do his a turn. So thank you very much to Ross uh, from, well, somewhere between Hamden and Cumbernauld, now heading back and enjoying his afternoon. No doubt Serge is also on the line. Serge, sum up how you feel after that success. Uh, absolutely delighted, panel. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I agree a lot with Ross. It was the vintage. And I'll go one step forward that. Uh, up until maybe the past couple of weeks, uh, my only hope was Celtic were so bad for Rangers to contest the league. Uh, maybe now is the momentum shifting because the Yanks go on about momentum and it seems the momentum is shifting. We'll see what happens at Parkhead uh, come the end of December and what happens at January sales. But I'm telling you, uh, it's not a great Celtic team and I'll be disappointed if we don't win this league. I'm not saying we will, but I think it's now capable. And I had them right off, but I'm delighted. Uh, Unfortunately, I had to give my youngest son the ticket. I watched the game there <laughs> with my stepdad and my daughter, who a former Rangers player. They're just delighted. It's a trophy. And as uh, Big Bolson said after the game, it's all about getting on that board and numbers have been part of history. Serge, what do you mean, unfortunately, I had to give the ticket to my son? That's just that's just parental love, is it not? Uh, well, uh, he goes to me. He manages to get to me games than me. And obviously, he's got his, his dad's passion. So... I'm glad that he, he, he sees these things live in the flesh. Uh, I've seen plenty as a Rangers fan. I'll die happy as a Rangers fan if I die tomorrow. But uh, definitely, I believe the momentum could be shifting. I'm not making any big, bold predictions because I think we are very much a team that needs some new faces 
But uh, I like your manager, and it's Gordon, Gordon made a lot of good points for once, funnily enough. <laughs> PL, right? I think Gordon was spot on with a lot of the stuff he says. Uh, this guy, he, he's mad, and the way he deals with stuff, and he's a winner. Now, there's a lot to go until the end of the season, but the National against Celtic team, there's not much to beat the other side of the city. So, fingers crossed, we go and we kick on. Uh, I'll threaten to take a bit of a morbid turn we hope Serge stays with us um, beyond tomorrow <laughs> I think it has to be said although uh, yeah anyway let's just move on from that um, yeah Hugh Keevans like that Serge you can you can sense the excitement and he kept saying I'm, I'm not I'm not going to make any bold statements I'm not going to but he wanted to and he said there's not much to beat over the other side of the city <laughs> so there's almost a bold statement at the end but that's yeah. the, the excitement isn't it I think my mind goes uh, forward now to uh, Rangers St Johnston I think the atmosphere inside the stadium midweek will be incredible because the Rangers fans know, they instinctively know that Celtic at the moment look to have gone. They've dropped eight points in a a matter of days and uh, the disturbances at the ground yesterday, the chants against the chairman, Peter Lawwell, the callers here last night, seven of them, all wanted Brendan Rodgers sacked and Celtic are in trouble. And they have Dundee away in the game before they play Rangers at Celtic Park. They'll beat Livingston next Saturday. If they don't beat Livingston, it's crisis with a capital C. Uh, But I think the Rangers supporters now understand that they have the whip hand. Celtic do not have the destiny of the title in their own hands anymore. Because if Rangers win the two games in hand, they are top of the league. And now they have the first trophy of the season and there is turmoil at Celtic Park so in four days Philippe Clement has absolutely transformed the complexion of the season for Rangers as much as he has transformed the complexion of the squad at Rangers ah, don't, st- don't start a debate on what having it in your own hands means because if Celtic win every game between now and the end of the season they'll win the title so it's still in their hands but I, I get what you mean there has obviously been a a momentum shift clearly Gordon and that's where like, that's the way Glasgow operates you in, in other cities you, I understand why people would say look Rangers are playing Aberdeen today it's mm. not about Celtic but it just always is that's the whole point because with the last time you and I were here it was Scottish Cup final day Celtic won the treble and it was all about well Celtic are going to continue to dominate Rangers it was very little about Inverness that, that's just that's just Glasgow yeah, I, I think momentum is going with Rangers just now, Gordon, but you know how quickly that can turn. I think January is going to be so important for both clubs. You know, who they bring in, who they let go, how they strengthen their squads. As I say, I think every Rangers fan tonight is over the moon with the appointment. Uh, come on, uh, I like the way he showed his energy today, the happiness, he was celebrating. He'll probably enjoy his night, back to work tomorrow, because he knows now and especially today with celebrating with these fans and these players how important it is for this club to keep winning trophies and it's going to be, it's going to be difficult there's no doubt about that but he's certainly hit the ground running but I'll tell you we can talk all it, all day we'll all have our eyes on that uh, Celtic Rangers game and still more to come before that thank you very much to Serge it's 01419511025 if you'd like to join in and please do after the break, we're going to start hearing from the managers here at Hamden. After they play, you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. 
Kenny Miller and Gordon Dale are still here at Hamden. Hugh Evans and Mark Wilson in the warmth of the studio. We're going to speak to Alan on the line, but let's get the thoughts of the losing manager first, Barry Robson. I thought it was a tight game. I think it was um, two teams um, going for it. It was a lot of emotion in the game. I think um, it's been a while since we've won a cup. Um, it's been a while since Rangers have won the cup. And I think, um, I think first half we... We were structurally pretty good in that transition we're normally good at. I know they were scared of and we probably picked it the, the, the wrong pass two or three times and I thought we could have cut them open then. And second half, um, I think we, we had a goal. Um, we tried to have a goal, tried to make positive impact with subs and we tried to go and try and win the game and uh, we just fell short. They gave me everything. I think um, we were all play- I think that was clear. I think... Um, when you've got Rangers Football Club hanging in there at the end, kicking balls out the pitch, I think that's quite... It shows you what we tried to do as a, as a team and um, we want to come and be in more finals. Yeah, understandable disappointment there and of course he's right. I think anyone that watched it would know it was tight and there wasn't much in it. Ultimately, that matters not that much on Cup Final Day, which I'm sure is why Alan on the line is so pleased, Alan. I'm absolutely ecstatic. It wasn't the best of games, especially the first half, but uh, no, we deserved to win at the end. We had more chances than uh, Aberdeen did and for a change we kind of start to get dominant especially in the second half but honestly uh, what a manager he is he said he you know, produced a bit of a magic well he's got a brilliant one because now that the team it's a transition that we've been going through for the, since he came here and I'll tell you it certainly has worked the, the team's responding to him there uh, even the players that aren't playing too well are responding as well which makes a big change too. But at the end of the day, uh, the goal, quite late on, and I thought that was it, it was finished. But I was quite surprised when it came up six minutes extra. I don't know where they got that from. But at the end of the day, we won the cup for the first time, what, in 10 years. Uh, it's a trophy. It's the first one of the season, and what a time to get it there. And we're playing well with, with Celtic dropping points now. I mean, uh, as you already said, what's that, eight points in the last three games? Are they starting to feel their pinch now? Are they getting worried? Because I'm certainly Rangers aren't now. Two games in hand. Uh, we've got St. Johnson midweek, so that'll be some night at Ibrox on Wednesday night there. But as I said there, I'm not getting carried away. There's still a long way to go, especially in the January window. Yeah, I mean, Gordon and Kenny... Alan's right. It's certainly... Look, the first half, you can just completely stick in the bin, right? There was mm-hmm. there was nothing to go over. It did start to open up. Not entirely sure the quality raised much, but it certainly opened up, and then there were chances. And in some regards, the goal was coming. There was... Remember, Ross McCausland went through. He couldn't quite get the purchase on it, and Ruth saved. Uh, there was that Rubicic error. Dessers was in. It was a bit like the other night. He chopped back yeah. again. A good Ruth save. James Tavernier signalled his intentions with a free kick. So... Um, it, it was starting to head in that direction and were, you knew one goal would win it, didn't you? There it? were a few half chances you've got to say, Gordon, in the second half and I thought the pace in the second half was a little bit better the game opened up uh, but it, it just had a feeling that, that one goal was going to decide this cup final and I always thought the Rangers looked uh, the more uh, dangerous 
And I said earlier before the game, I thought down the wide areas, because Barisic, we know that he comes in for a bit of criticism as well for his defending, but he does absolutely brilliant down this left flank. You know, he stands up at the back post, and that man Tavernier, your two full-backs, right high up the pitch, takes a touch. Yes, you can look at the goalkeeper, but Tavernier not be bothering about that. And that one goal, yes, Aberdeen threw a little bit at them and put a little bit of pressure on, but you always thought the one goal was going to be the decider and it ended up that way. Yep, it was. I certainly was. And again, it's... Be, I'm, I'm saying Kel Roos will he'll look back and he'll be disappointed but it's the, it's the fact that Tavernier got over it he got mm. it down into the ground and you're using that kind of wet surface and like to even to generate more power in Guinea so it was a it's a big result for Rangers it's important now again they can enjoy tonight they get back to work tomorrow they've got to prepare for they've put a lot of work in as much as Celtic have dropped points Rangers have still had to win you know they've had to win their games uh, to, to gain ground so they've got a, an opportunity on Wednesday night one of the games in hand to go and kind of get closer to Celtic and you know I, I can't I know there's still a couple of games for both before then I can't help but look to 30th of December it could be an absolutely cracking game at Celtic Park on the 30th of December where there is going to be a lot at stake in terms of top of the league and what this kind of league title race is going to look like after the break uh, thank you very much to Alan on the line in 01419511025. I'm not sure we'll hear from Philippe Clement before we disappear because he's still doing various other duties down there at the pitch side at Hamden and it's continuing to chuck it down by the way just in case anyone cares but the pitch held up fine, it didn't have too much of a, an impact I don't think on the game, a bit blustery, maybe that was part of the the lack of quality in that first half but again Gordon we've done this show live mm. from Hamden many times the actual 90 minute plus analysis doesn't doesn't need to really take place too much in cup final day no and if you're Rangers manager you're not walking in the dressing room and sitting down having a go at one or two players because of missed uh, passes or have been slack or whatever it's all about winning silverware Gordon whether you won it in style or not, it's lifting the trophy and Rangers have achieved that. Mark is just up the road in Pollock. What do you think, Mark? How does that feel? Uh, it feels great. I, to be honest, to watch it with my two boys is just uh, a different level at the minute because uh, obviously we've not really had that much success, but no, it's great. How old uh, are they? How old are the boys? Uh, five and ten. See, so, so have you been trying to explain that you used to see this trophy being won quite often and this has not been a thing either. recently? Right now they've only been doing it on FIFA at the minute, so <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's different level to watch it on the TV. Uh, but I just wanted to give a special mention to Sterling. I thought he was brilliant today. Uh, I think he just fitted in there seamlessly, uh, and he he just said that people need to get half halves back. This can you just can't grumble with the guy at all. Uh, he's captain phenomenal for me. Absolutely. Yeah, Hugh, the, the Dujon Sterling story, I know you, you're one for the stories, of yeah. course, with your newspaper hat on. Yeah. Um, that's a good story, isn't it? It's a story of managerial judgment. He picked the right guy. You know, when Sifuentes had the, the, the red card problem and Rangers appealed it, I thought Rangers' appeal was chancing their arm, really, because they were short of options. And, of course, the appeal was thrown out. So enter Dujon Sterling. And he is eventually man of the match. It's just one master stroke, if I can put it that way, from uh, Philippe Clement after another at the moment. He can do no wrong. 14 games in, 11 wins, 3 draws, last 16 of Europe. 
first trophy of the season and the, the league title race is very much back on so what more can anyone reasonably ask of this man? I think credit to the player though Kenny because this is this is what happens yes Philippe Clement needs the, the bravery and the conviction to do it but he also didn't have many other options it's not like he's plucked Dujon Sterling above 10 others it, it, it was getting down to the bare bones so you then need the player at that point to step up and, and make sure that all these absentees aren't an issue for you Absolutely and again and he deserves full credit for it uh, Ed Sterling because he done well on Thursday night. He's came in again. That was a little preview. Could he do it? Well, he did. I think the role that he was going to ask to get played along the, alongside John Lundstrom, it was going to be one of. I mean, you never seen him on the ball making silky pass. I don't no. think the game actually had that in it today. So it was going to be a battle. He did. Go, he, he was going to need to cover a lot of ground quickly. It's one thing you do. He can run quickly. He's got great physicality, and he done it very, very well. I mean, what I would say is, masterstroke. It's worked today. The trophy's been won. Rangers can't be going through games playing with Dujon Sterling in the middle in the middle of midfield, you know. So Ryan Jack needs to get back fit. Raskan needs to get back fit. You need to see Sifuentes back in the team. Uh, again, Tom Lawrence is the want the want to have those guys available because today there's no doubt that's why the game was kind of like that a lot. But because of a, a lot of the kind of football players who would potentially be playing in that area of the pitch were missing, you know, take nothing away from the performance and what it was. It was uh, dogged. You know, they took their moment. But Dujon Sterling was absolutely excellent. For someone, because again, you talk about guys needing rhythm and you talk about guys needing game time to be up to full speed. He's been pitched into a Europa League, a crucial a, sorry, Europa League game in the second half in a, in, a, in a foreign position. He's been thrown into a cup final for his third start for Rangers. And he's went and performed the way he's performed. So all credit to him. Yep, Phil Clement's had to pick it, like you say. He probably never had any any other real options to play in there. But the player has to. We said at the start when the players cross that white line, they've got decisions to make. They need to go and perform. And Dujon Sterling did that today. And perhaps Gordon talk about silver lining. Jose Cifuentes has to go off midweek. That allows Dujon mm. Sterling to come on, get 45 minutes, a big game, a big result, big performance. Maybe that that helped today. Yeah, look, I think everyone concerned with Rangers will be happy for a lad, but he's waited for his chance, he's been patient, and when he got his chance in the cup final, it's not his natural position, but he'd have been bursting to play, of course he would have. I thought, um, as Kenny says, he wasn't on the ball spraying the ball about and dominating the game, but I was watching him closely in the middle of the park, he looked comfortable, he was looking, he was sniffing out the danger very, very quickly, taking up good positions. He could be really proud of his performance today. I thought he was excellent in the middle of the park. OK, thank you very much. I think that will probably be the end of the calls for now because we are about to head off. So thanks to Mark and Pollock. Hopefully he enjoyed uh, his day. Uh, Hugh Keevans, do you want to sum it up for us before we go? Supporters don't need great games. They need great moments. And the Rangers supporters, out of an average game, have had a great moment. The first big moment under Philippe Clement. They now approach the St Johnston game with Ibrox on Wednesday night set to be a carnival atmosphere because the supporters can feel momentum growing in the league as well and in the last 16 of the Europa League. If you are a Rangers supporter, you are enjoying yourself now. Well, thank you to Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Andrew McLean for looking after things in the studio. Thanks to Gordon Diel and Kenny Miller for joining me here at Hamden. And, of course, as always, the biggest thanks goes to you for listening and calling. We are back tomorrow to look back on quite a weekend from six o'clock with Mark Wilson and Andy Halliday. Make sure you join us then.
Slide One Super Scoreboard with Call Robert Accident Repair. Why call your insurance? Let Robert take away the hassle.